Hey, y'all. Make sure to catch. <laughs> All right, I gotta make it convincing. <laughs> <laughs> As a station, we believe in playing content with artistic and cultural merit, and sometimes that category includes material which can be construed as offensive. For those who have children nearby or are sensitive to provocative material, the following broadcast may have strong language, themes, or be otherwise objectionable. Please consider tuning out and revisiting CITR after this program. There's no fooling around with that right there. My name's Gak. Exploding Head Movies is up next. And this song comes from the award-winning Best Picture. I'm not sure anymore Just how it happened before The places that I knew Were sunny and blue I can feel it deep inside This black nigga's pride I have no fear when I say And I say it every day Every nigga is a star is a star Who will deny that you and I and every nigga is a star I have walked the streets alone 20 years I've been on my own to be hated and despised no one to sympathize but there's one great thing I know you can say I told you so we've got a bright place in the sun where there's love for everyone and every nigger is a star every nigger is a star place in the sun where there's love for everyone and every nigger is a star every nigger is a star who will deny that you and I and every nigger is a star every nigger is a star Yes, every nigga is a star. 
shining star. Yes, every nigger is a star. Every nigger is a star. chance to take a look at the night sky the new moon has started to wax so it kind of looks like a toenail clipping and of course some of the planets are out so what we were expecting we were expecting a whole bunch of snow and rain some of us got it and i believe some people out east surrey alder grove area are still getting that so a pleasant monday evening to you wherever you may be and welcome to yanet Another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's award-winning community radio station. Prize is not fabulous. CITR. We are your voice of UBC here on 11.9. On your FM dial, we broadcast 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory. As part of the Coastal Salish territories. From the student nest here on campus. Our signal takes us from the lower mainland of British Columbia to Squamish, to Bellingham, Washington, west across the Salish Sea, and east into the Fraser Valley. So in all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. My name's Gak, and I'll be sorting out all the award winners for the next two hours. So keep track of any envelope given to you and make sure it's the right award for the right prize. Looks like one of the accountants tried coming in the studio here to try to correct me. From what? That will be determined. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet to the point. You can email anytime with comments, questions, requests, or anything else related to the show, RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at 100air. Exploding Head Movies is under Facebook and Tumblr in its given name. I'm on Instagram as Myopic Man. Well, up towards the end of last night's ceremonies, the 9th Academy Awards were shaping to be relatively benign. Uh, aside from Suicide Squad grabbing an Oscar for makeup and hairstyling but yeah what an ending could it be scripted or is it pretty much like any other award show as of late when a mistake happens but after a couple minutes or we thought that la la land took home its seventh oscar turns out the wrong card had been given which led to the producer's speeches being halted and the actual winner moonlight stepping up the La La Land producers graciously gave up their awards that they thought they'd won and seated the stage to the production team for Moonlight, featuring Adela Romanski, Dee Dee Gardner, and Jeremy Kleiner, along with the entire all-black team for the first version of an all-black team winning. Also, a big win for the LGBTQ community for tying into the best picture. 
And of course, as some people point out, first black movie to win without relating to slavery at all. So we actually started the show with a song that opened the film, although it originally appeared as the main theme to a 1973 film of the same name. So we heard Jamaican Boris Gardner there with a smooth song. But yeah, the title does require wire listener discretion because it's every nigger is a star. And that song it was sampled by Kendrick Lamar on the song Wesley's Theory found on his 2015 epic To Pimp a Butterfly. And uh, when that actually happened, the press in Gardner's native Jamaica went wild. And uh, that film title and song title appeared in all the papers there. Now, that's not to say that La La Land did bad in the end. It did take home six Oscars. The youngest ever director to win, Damien Chazelle, took his first home, took his first award home. Best actress, Emma Stone, as we found out, since uh, that's the card that ended up in Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway's hands at the end. Best cinematography with Linus Sangren. Best production design by David Wasco and Sandy Reynolds Wasco. And then two music-related awards. In the background from his Oscar-winning score to La La Land, this is Justin Hurwitz with the epilogue. During his acceptance speech for his first ever Oscar, Hurwitz thanked director Chazelle, saying, I'm so glad I met you, because both of them had met during their time in Hobbit. And the composer also credited to all the L.A. musicians in the film's cast for delivering performances that inspired the creation of the score to La La Land. Now, four weeks ago, when I profiled the music from La La Land, there were several cues I couldn't play, mostly because of time. But I always got to keep some of the music in the back pocket for whoever would win. So, naturally, I had to sort of juggle some of the scores from Lion by Dustin O'Halloran and Hauschka. Thomas Newman for Passengers, and what we heard last week, Michael Levy with a Jackie. We will soon listen to some of Nicholas Bertel's score from Moonlight, and later on the show we actually will profile one of the scores that was not eligible, but was tied to one of the other winners, and that's Toronto's Leslie Barber who did the music from Manchester by the Sea. Of course, there's some additional controversy about what happened with that winner. But we'll save that once it's time for the profile. So, as we hear some piano here, we're going to listen to one more cue from Justin Hurwitz's Oscar-winning score to La La Land. We're going to listen to Herman's Habit. And then we'll follow up with what won the sixth Oscar for that musical. So you get to hear Ryan Gosling again with a song that alludes to what we're listening to in the background here. But from La La Land, we'll listen to Justin Hurwitz with Herman's Habit. You're listening to the festive Exploding Head Movies here on the ever-accessible and occasionally successful CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Terminacy, Mulatto, Mestizo, Métis, Cabra, Eurasian, Creole, Colored, Colored, Split. Those who have no history are doomed. An excerpt from The Reinventing Wheel, spoken by author, Vancouver poet, Wade Compton. Celebrate Black History Month with CITR 101.9 FM as we host content exploring black history in Vancouver and beyond. Tune in this February and check out CITR.ca for regular updates on the scheduling of our Black History Month programming. With the Oscar-winning song from last night's 89th Academy Awards, we heard Ryan Gosling there with City of Stars. Music provided by Justin Hurwitz, who provided all the music to La La Land. As we heard before, we heard elements of his Oscar-winning score with Herman's Habit. And the lyrics were provided by Benj Pashek and Justin Paul. And Pashek said it in his speech when he received the award, this award is dedicated to all the kids who sing in the rain and to all the parents that let them. And if you're big into the music from La La Land, there is a release that came out last Friday called La La Land, The Complete Musical Experience. So it is a double album. The original score I was working off of as a release was just the single album version, but of course can't necessarily fit all the music from a film onto one disc or the digital version right now you know <clears throat> maybe into a palatable purchase but yeah it's a double disc now available 
I always have to say this, the La La Land soundtrack did not come out through La La Land Records. Lost opportunity there. So as mentioned before, La La Land did win six Oscars last night, making it sort of the big winner. But it somehow flukily lost the more important one, the Best Picture Award. And that ended up in the hands of Moonlight. So along with Best Picture, Moonlight also won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor by Maharshalar Ali, marking the first Muslim actor, I think, to win. And then Best Adapted Screenplay by Barry Jenkins, who also directed the film. And then uh, Terrell Alvin McCraney, whose book in Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue, was adapted. Now, a lot of the speeches tied to Moonlight were sort of thwarted in the end. Aside from the fact that dreams are over, this is real, and they won. But Jenkins did it say on stage when the best adapted screenplay was won that I tell my students that I teach sometimes, be in love with the process, not the result. But I wanted this result because a bajillion people are watching, and all you people out there who feel like there's no mirror for you, that your life is not reflected, the Academy has your back. The ACLU has your back. We have your back. Which referred to all the Oscar attendees wearing blue ribbons in support of the Union Supporting Civil Liberties Rights. McCraney also dedicated the award to the black and brown kids and non-gender conforming. Now, what we just heard behind me was Nicholas Bertel with two of the cues from his score to Moonlight. We first heard a bit of the culmination, which is a bonus track that appeared on the Lakeshore release, and then we heard Chef Special. But we do have time for one theme that I get didn't get a chance to play a few weeks back when I did Profile Moonlight. I think it's on the website, although we had some difficulties on CITR recently having all the playlists posted, but I'll take a look and confirm it's there. If not, I do know the podcast is up. So this is Nicholas Bertel from Moonlight. And Bertel actually, before I forget, was also nominated for Best Score, but he did lose to Hurwitz from La La Land. So this will be Chiron's theme, and then uh, we'll tie into a little bit of a Moonlight theme for the next few set songs and you know we'll sort of veer into regular programming before we get to Manchester by the sea Tired of the gender binary, gender policing, or just want to speak your truth? 
Join CITR's Gender Empowerment Collective. This group of radio makers is all about centering the voices, issues, concerns, and experiences of women-identified, transgender, intersex, two-spirit, genderqueer, gender nonconforming, non-binary, and gender-fluid folks and allies. Anyone can join, no experience necessary. Like the Gender Empowerment Collective on Facebook or email volunteer at citr.ca. Our show, Babe Waves, airs Thursdays from 5 to 6 and features music, interviews, events, news, commentary, basically anything we care to talk about. See you then. Al Jarreau, the theme to the late 80s TV series Moonlighting. 
which brought Sybil Shepherd back into uh, pop culture consciousness. Considering in the 70s, she was part of the last picture show. But also introduced the world to Bruce Willis a couple years before Die Hard. Jerome started off his career primarily as a jazz singer. In the 70s, he garnered a lot of attention, worked with acts like George Duke, before he drifted into R&B and then later pop. So, a complete crossover act at the time. And over his career, Jerome won seven Grammy Awards, maintaining a warm presence while singing. And despite having a smooth, smooth, soothing voice, soothe, smoothing, no, smooth, soothing. Sometimes like mine, when I put the words in the right order. Uh, Jarrell could be quite acrobatic in concert with the command that he had over his vocal cords. Alas, Jarrell died of respiratory failure on February 8th. He was 76. And he had been touring extensively since the mid-70s. He had only taken some time off twice in the past few years due to other respiratory problems. He died two years after announcing his retirement. And beforehand, we heard Nicholas Patel with one of the cues from Moonlight. We heard Chiron's theme. Otherwise, as Oscars go, Canadians did okay. In Best Animated Short, you figured that they would have had luck because three of them were up in the running. And of course, growing up for me, it was my favorite category outside of music. One of the Canadians did win out of Niagara Falls, director Nicholas Allen Bar Barillero from Pixar, along with producer Mark Sondheimer, won for Piper, which was the shorts that opened up at the theatrical version of Finding Dory. Barillero has worked with Pixar extensively, starting with 1998's Bugs Life, but he's been the supervising animator on films like The Incredibles, Wally, -E, and Brave. Aside from that, there was an Oscar for the film Arrival, that's directed by Montrealer Denis Villeneuve, and that's for best sound editing, taken by Quebec Sylvain Belmare, or Belmare. I left out the accent somewhere in there. I'll figure it out. In the background here, this is Indian jewelry with excessive moonlights off 2010's totaled. And we'll get one last moonlight-related track here. Base gets kind of heavy, and we'll head to stick with Montreal. The act's known as Wizard off of 2016 Starfish Buffet. This is going to be Sunshine Moonlight. <laughs> Thank you. 
Interested in starting a project to benefit the representation or experiences of historically disadvantaged groups within the UBC community? Apply for funding through the Equity Enhancement Fund, which supports community-based initiatives that enhance equity, diversity, inclusion, and intercultural understanding at UBC. It's open to UBC students, faculty, and staff. The deadline is February 28, 2017. More information can be found at equity.ubc.ca slash eef fund. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
from the 2013 soundtrack to a film yet to be written called Custodian. That was the Cyrillic Typewriter with Broken. The Cyrillic Typewriter is a project headed up by Jason Zampano. And uh, did play something last week off that album, thinking, that's a need to dig up the new album. But hey, there was one that I had not had information about before. Most recent out released by Cyrillic Typewriter, which wasn't on Discogs earlier. It's 2016's Your True Emblem. Upon investigation, we do have it in the digital archives here of CITR, so need to preview that and share with you at some point. Now, before we sort of wrap up at least the Oscar talk for now, if you didn't get a chance to see some of the films, they are still available to be caught. So let's talk about the Best Picture winner, Moonlight. It is still screening at the Cineplex Odeon International Village Cinemas, otherwise known as Tinseltown. There's one more screening tonight at 10 p.m. And then tomorrow, they do have four screenings. Start at 1.45, 4.25, 7.30, and 10 p.m. again. If you've yet to catch La La Land, it is at Fifth Avenue Cinemas at 9.05 p.m. Cinemas. In the conventional pronunciation. Also, the Rio Theater is showing it at 9.30 tonight and Scotiabank Theater at 10. The Rio does have it for a few more nights this week. Otherwise, uh, all the appropriate uh, places I mentioned before do have regular screenings. Now, the background here, this is Alan Stanley Tew from a 2008 single. This is known as The Big One. And two was part of the British production music library scene. But we associate this primarily with an American syndicated program known as the People's Court. Featured Judge Joseph Wapner, an actual judge from L.A. County Superior Court. Upon retiring from the bench, he started up the first courtroom TV series in 1981 based on his time in arbitrating small claims court cases. The show was retired in 1993, based on ratings. Wapner stepped down, but the show did come back with a new judge in 97. Wapner ended up moving up to other shows, including Animal Court. Bet not too many monkeys were involved here. But the People's Court still chugs away, leading to many knockoffs, and effectively, reality TV. And of course, the 45th President of the United States, but never mind that. Anyways, uh, Judge Wapner died at his home in Los Angeles yesterday, February 26th, at the age of 97. And this is one of those themes that just sort of sticks out nicely. As we prosecute the case, what's going on? For instance, what happened at the end of the Oscars? So Price Waterhouse Cooper, the accounting firm, has had a long practice of uh, working with the Academy Awards, the uh, Motion Pictures Arts Academy. And uh, as is their practice, they keep duplicate envelopes backstage to help with the show flow. So for the 24 categories that are part of that night's ceremonies, they have stage left and stage right. So, duplicates of the Best Actress envelope was given to Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Which, uh, according to the Los Angeles Times, was spotted very quickly backstage as an error. But it took some time to sort out. But 
by the time they figured it out, things were starting to unfold. And Warren Beatty, as he was reading it, he opened it up and he looked at it and he saw in tiny print, Best Actress. I must own La La Land. At that point, he wasn't sure exactly what was going on, so he showed it to Faye Dunaway, who then read it out, uh, assuming it was the winner. But uh, as we saw in the televised ceremonies, people in headsets started showing up on stage in the midst of the La La Land production speeches. At some point, the envelopes were taken away, inspected, and the winner was ended up in one of the producer's hands. Jordan Hurtwitz, no relation to the Oscar-winning score composer, Justin Hurwitz. And at that point, it's like, nope. Moonlight, you guys won. Take the stage. So you can actually take a look on screen. Both the envelope and the card said Best Actress. So, of course, there are now some investigations underway about what happened there. Of course, there's some other investigations that should happen on Earth, like elections, but we'll save that for another time. Anyways, uh, speaking of politics, um, the best foreign film winner from the Oscars was The Salesman by Asghar Farhadi. And as part of the executive order to ban entry from seven Muslim countries, Farhadi was initially blocked since he would have been coming from Iran. And the State Department did allow an exception for him to come, but he ended up boycotting the Oscar awards in protest of those decisions, which had been deemed by the Supreme Court as illegal. So uh, what happened in the end are two other Iranians accepted the award on Farhadi's behalf. Anusha Ansari, best known as the first female space tourist, and Farouz Naderi, former director of the solar system exploration at NASA. Quality scientists and adding to humanity. So that's going to be it for at least our Oscar talk for now until it's time for our profile of Manchester by the Sea, but let's talk about some of the bands coming to town and playing music live in front of other people. And Vancouver's Black Mountain is one of them. So they're playing next Friday, March 10th at the Vogue Theater, along with a solo act or a solo performance by Destroyer. And then ZZZ. This is all presented by Blueprint Live. Friday, March 10th at Vogue Doors at 8. Tickets still available and for $26 and more. Starting, you can get them online. Or Red Cat Records, Zula Records, or Neptune Records. Do note, it is an all-ages show. But if you do have your photo ID and you are older than 19, there is a bar. From their most recent album, the Roman numeral 4. This is going to be Black Mountain here with Mothers of the Sun. children 
Discorder, that free magazine from CITR, has been documenting the best in music, arts, and culture since 1983. Let's see what one man of prestige has to say about Discorder. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Dogg, and I fucks with Discorder magazine. How about that? <laughs> Smoke every day. Pick up a copy around Vancouver or f*** with Discorder online at discorder.ca.
long time ago in a city far, far away. CITR was born. In the decade ahead, America will be in space. CITR is already there. Astronaut Neil Armstrong had this to say about CITR. That's one small step for man. So vote CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Herbert R. Tarlick, Chairman. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here. My name's Gak. And that long set featured two great parts of the modern psych scene. We start off Black Mountain with Mothers of the Sun, as in the thing that sometimes is up in the sky. We're usually buried by clouds and we don't see it. And as I mentioned before, Black Mountain is in town next Friday, March 10th, at the Vogue. And then we had two members of the San Francisco Act Wooden Ships. Together, they are known as the Moon Duo and off of their latest album, Occult Architecture, Volume 1, we heard the Death Set. Timber Concerts and I Am the Eggplant present Moon Duo, along with the Orange Kite. You spell that with a Y and then Ghost Meat. They play this Saturday, March 4th at the Cobalt. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8. Part of me suspects that this is an early show. Tells me you better make sure you get there before 10.30. Tickets are still available. They start at $17. They're available online, if not at Red Cat, both the Main Street and the Hastings Street locations. And then Zulu Records on West 4th. Please do note it is a 19 and older show. And behind me, this is Los Angeles slash New York producer Nolan Gray. And the song came out last year, and it's called Magic Crush. So yeah, around about 8.30 or so. Otherwise, if you do listen to the podcast in the next 30-odd minutes or so, we'll look at music from one of the other award winners from the most recent Oscar ceremonies. That'll be Manchester by the sea. But let's talk about some more bands coming into town. And uh, this act, I hope to profile soon, because they provided the score to the 2014 film Komiko, The Treasure Hunter itself has a connection to the Coen Brothers classic from 1996, Fargo. The band's known as the Octopus Project, and their most recent release outside of the Kumiko soundtrack is 2013's Fever Forms. But they're playing tonight at the Biltmore Cabaret. The doors are already open. It is a 19 and older show, so if you don't have tickets already, you should probably head on down to the corner of Kingsway and 12th. The Octopus Project are joined by Sound of Saris, and it's presented by MRG Concerts West. So we're going to go off something off their 2007 album, Hello Avalanche. Maybe we'll do something in April, as I sort of think about all the shows I have to plan ahead. But then again, if we're talking Fargo, and as we'll discover Kumiko, it may be a wintertime song, because you think about all the snow that you find in Minnesota and North Dakota. Although seemingly right now, British Columbia is getting more snow than anyone else right now. Who knows? 
Anyways, off 2007's Hello Avalanche, this is the Octopus Project, with I Saw the Bright Shinies.
much-loved experimental pop group, The Octopus Project, are coming to the Biltmore Cabaret Monday, February 27th. Joined by the Sound of Series and local group Melt, this is a not-to-be-missed show full of eclectic sounds. Tickets on sale now.
playing tomorrow, Tuesday, February 28th at the Biltmore Cabaret. Gutenberg, Sweden. That was the radio department. The most recent album, 2016's Running Out of Love. We heard We Got Game. It's a dancey political album that came out. Sort of deals with some of the issues that happen in Sweden. Not the stuff that you hear on Fox News and then gets translated to the president. But, I mean, there's always disconcert. There's always things like unemployment and robberies anyways, no matter where you go. But there's always an undercurrent to what happens in Scandinavia from time to time. Such as right-wing movements, very racist attitudes, so things to be aware of. Tipper Concerts presents the radio department along with Germans, as I said, at the Biltmore Cabaret tomorrow. Doors open at 8, show starts at 9. Tickets are available online starting at $15. You can also get them in person at Red Cat Records and Zulu Records, both friends of CITR. So if you do have the card, you can get discounts, except not on tickets. If you don't have one, don't worry. You can stop by the station, but fun drive's coming up. You can always get a Friends of CITR card two weeks from now. Uh, do pay in mind that the uh, show is 19 and older with the radio department. In the background, this is the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band off their 1967 album Hot Heat, Sweet Groove. This is known as Spreadin' Honey. And the album was re-released in 2007 through Rhino, featuring both stereo and mono mixes. Otherwise, also going to be the town, also presented by Timber Concerts along with Live Nation, it's Vince Staples, along with special guest Kylo Kish as part of the Life Aquatic Tour. That's also tomorrow, Tuesday, February 28th, at the Vogue. Doors at 7. It's an all-ages show, and I think it is quite sold out. We'll go off something off last year's Prima Donna EP, and it actually features the opener Kylo Kish on vocals. This is Vince Staples with Loco. I load the faux fold and paint the Van Gogh. She rang the front door. She came commando. She came in Rambo. I came and rolled over. No time for conversations. Cold shoulders out to my mind. She out the red wine. She woos it. Bitch booze it straight from Dubai. She loved the hip hop and love my slick talk. Gave head then beg the boy to crib walk. I write the James Joyce. Don't need the Rose Royce. I need the straight jacket. Finna go back. She sick of these rappers. Still in my swag. I'm trying to run with the penmanship practice. Gangsta gon' get. Be faced with no lotion, get this shit cracking, crack his jaw open, cracking my system, daddy loves smoking like he loves smoking niggas, no joking. Everybody get a little bit crazy. Seems like you've been feeling that lately. Everybody get a little bit lonely. Keep breathing slowly, slowly. Right, right place at the wrong time. Wrong turn on my own mind. Right place at the wrong time. It's okay, hey Vince, it's me Things are going pretty great now and this ain't what you need Don't waste your time on an ignorant fuck Let's make some more money, we'll laugh it all up Hey, remember how we used to fight in pre-K? Mama whooped that ass for three days Parties at McDonald's for our birthday It's okay, it's okay, guess I should say Let me tell you about when a nigga went crazy Got the Marriott, having Kurt Cobain dreams Let me tell you about when a nigga went loco Hotel should've stayed at the Soho housekeeping. Keep knocking on my door though. Don't you know I'm standing in the mirror with a fofo? Trying to get my hair shaved. She trying to get the best. Ain't no room to think of boom on the sink. Oh, I'm making-
Everybody get a little bit crazy. Seems like you've been feeling that lately. Everybody get a little bit lonely. Keep breathing slowly, slowly. Right, right place, place at the wrong time. Wrong turn in my own mind. Right place at the wrong time. Got lost in my own mind. It's okay, hey Vince, it's me. Things are going pretty great now, and this ain't what you need. Don't waste your time on an ignorant fuck. Let's make some more money. We'll laugh it all up. Hey, remember how we used to fight in pre-K? Mama whooped at us for three days. Parties at McDonald's for our birthday. It's okay, it's okay. Guess I should I'm say. I'm black being speedy with my black skin gleaming out the window. Ten slow, baby, come see where the rent low been going. I don't need a shrink, I need a hit song. Time to show the world a nigga tweaking. When the so crypto, off a sixty fifth though. When you buy the killer, I ain't name it when the shit blow. Jumping through your window, finna hit a lick more. Thug, it's just a flip phone. Dumb, you I flip phone. Tune in every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. for a little bit of soul with your host, Jade Park. A little bit of soul plays primarily old recordings of jazz, swing, big band, blues, oldies, and Motown.
One of the great collaborations that's come out in the past couple of years. That was the Toronto act, Bad, Bad, Not Good, joined by Ghostface Killer, the Wu-Tang Clan of 2015's Sour Soul. We heard nuggets of wisdom. Ghostface Killer is playing tonight at the rickshaw. The doors are already open. So hopefully you're on your way there because you can catch the people northwest opening up. Tickets are starting at $36.5. It's a 19 and older show. Not sure what's available at the door. Let's make yourself down to East Hastings, just a little past Main Street. Let's see if you can get to some chess boxing that way. Behind me, this is an instrumental off of the deluxe edition of the 1976 album, I Want You. This is Marvin Gaye. With you are the way you are. At some point... I want to get into discussions about the producer and songwriter, primarily tied to I Want You, Leon Ware, who died recently. But this week's episode has been jam-packed, if not with Oscar material, but with acts coming to town. So we'll prepare ourselves in March for some more soul, some more R&B. At some point, we got to talk about the Ohio players and the funkiest drummer, Ever played behind James Brown. Well, of course, we also have to talk about some other deaths. Uh, at this point, there's a connection to uh, film. Because uh, we know him primarily as an actor, Bill Paxton. Known for films like Aliens, Weird Science, Apollo 13, Twister, and hundreds more. Then TV like HBO's Big Love, and most recently, on the adaptation of the film Training Day. Paxton also directed two films, 2001's Frailty and 2005's The Greatest Game Ever Played. But as connections to music go, Paxton starred and directed the infamous video for Barnes & Barnes' loopy novelty hit from 1980, Fish Heads. So Paxton died, unfortunately, due to complications from heart surgery just over the weekend, February 25th at the age of 61. And at some point I want to do a tribute to one of the films that I've loved all this time. And as I mentioned, Apollo 13, so I'll gear up for a little something tied to that. But Paxton was also in a band. Great new wave act called Martini Ranch along with Andrew Todd Rosenthal. They put out a few singles in one album, 1988's Holy Cow. But if you catch the credits, the 1989 cult film Brain Dead, you'll actually hear a Martini Ranch song there. This song off of that album features three members from Devo. And somehow Paxton managed to pull in some other guests for Holy Cow, ranging from Cindy Wilson from the B-52s, film composer Mark Isham on Flugelhorn, the drummer from Morris Day's The Time, and actor Judge Reinhold. So from Holy Cow... This is Bill Paxton as part of Martini Ranch with How Can the Laboring Man Find Time for Self-Culture? And then we'll find a way to spin you right round like a record, baby. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. This Bastic, Vancouver.
had sushi before. Maybe you could prepare something special. What's fresh? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> domo, domo, domo. Thanks, pal.
man of average height got out of a black sedan holding a baseball bat. He approached a dark-haired woman, hit her in the head, then hit her again as she fell to the ground. He continued to beat her ribs, chest, legs, and face until she lost consciousness. He then hit her again, got into his car, and drove away. This is a scene from a video game played by millions. If we want violence against women to stop, shouldn't we stop treating it like a game? Join the conversation at hashtag not okay. Dead or Alive. That was Brand New Lover. Now it's off their 1987 album Mad, Bad, and Dangerous to Know. They're best known for their 1985 hit You Spin Me Around Like a Record. And on vocals there was Pete Burns. Known for his powerful voice, along with his ever-changing appearance. His cosmetic surgery led him to a more androgynous appearance. It was something that uh, had existed during his heyday, but had become more pronounced for the past 10 years. Burns died following a sudden cardiac arrest on October 23rd last year at the age of 57. 
And I'd hoped to share that song with you earlier, but needless to say, things have been pretty busy and weird all over since that day. And as I mentioned uh, before, I have a new backlog of deaths to deal with, so I'll have to set some time accordingly in the future. Shows will address this, especially with the Oscars out of the way. Of course, we do have one more profile to work on. I decided to cram a whole bunch of songs into this, so we're going to get there very oddly. The background here, this is DJ Shadow off of last year's The Mountain Will Fall. This song is Depth Charge. Now we'll turn back the clock to 2014. This is the Vancouver producer I've been wanting to play for a while, and this comes off the local label Modern Math. The alias is Tal Mala. And this is a title track to a 2014 release known as the White Label Renegade.
We all know that the word jazz means many different things to many different people. So check out the real deal on The Jazz Show at CITR, 101.9 FM, or CITR.ca for live streaming. Yours truly, Gavin Walker, is your host, and I guarantee the straight goods of three hours of jazz at its finest. So come on by and give your ears a musical workout, 9 p.m. Mondays. Don't miss it.
Well, the song that appeared on their band camp a couple weeks ago, that was Toronto's The Precious Lows with Damage. So far, they seem to be on a song per month pace for 2017. It's obviously left to see once the calendar rolls over to March what happens next. And behind me, this is uh, Edmonton's Tennyson, who were in town last week. And I neglected to tell you about. All apologies. This is the title track to their 2015 Like What? Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. As new releases go, I mentioned this at the top of the show, but there's the complete musical experience of La La Land. The Oscar-winning score by Justin Hurwitz. It does feature the Oscar-winning song, City of Stars. There's also a bit of an Oscar theme, since one of the other nominated scores was from Lion, which features one half Hauschka. His score to Indubious Battle is out through Lakeshore Records which is also where Marco Beltrami's music from the final Wolverine, apparently, though, star Hugh Jackman and Sir Patrick Stewart, Logan. The song album of Aaron Zygmunt's The Shack is out through Atlantic Records, and there's a limited edition of a thousand copies of Danny Elfman and the Newton Brothers' music from Before I Wake. Peter Gregson's music from Forgotten Man is out through Cabin Baggage. And uh, if you want to catch Jordan Peele's debut film, Get Out. The music's by Michael Abels. On the TV side, Legion. It's music by Jeff Russo's out through Lakeshore Records. And they're back again since Rolf Kent does the music for the animated uh, film Rock Dog. Danny Elfman comes back. Music from Tulip Fever. Paul Weller of the Style Council and other mod acts. His music from Jawbone is out through Parlophone at UK. And then from uh, the horror movie Prevenge, Pablo Clements, James Griffith, and Toy Drum provide the music to that. As re releases go, Rodrigo Leo's music from 100 Metros. I guess I'm going to have to say that in Spanish. Which means I might have to remember what 100 is in Spanish. Centos. Anyways, music's out through Filmax Records. Dead West. Music by Simi Tureen. That's out too. We were talking about La La Land before. And uh, I mentioned this last week, but it's worth mentioning again. Damien Chazelle's and Justin Hurwitz's music from their debut movie, 2009's Guy Madeline on a Park Bench, which served as the inspiration for La La Land. That's out through Milan Records. What else do we have? Uh, Harry Gregson Williams and Hans Zimmer's music from Smilla Sense of Snow is out again through Teldec. And uh, we'll get some Chinichita here. Francesco Damasi, Gianni Ferro, and Piero Piccino's music from Toto Dio Biolocus, Toto Contri Quattro, e Toto Contri Magiste is out through at Digit Movies. We're going to so run out of time as we're talking about this. Teen Days is opening up for Mozart's Sisters and Preacher this Wednesday, March 1st at the Cobalt. Latest album is Themes from Dying Earth. We're going to go back to 2015's Morning World. This is Garden Grove. Three. 
from their latest album, Future Politics. That was Toronto's Austria with Utopia. They did tour recently. They got as close as Seattle, but not here. Perhaps they'll come back in one form or another, but we shall see. In the background here, this is the uh, Viennese violinist Gerhard Kanzian. And then on oboe, Ed Lewis from the score to Manchester by the Sea. This is the first movement of a sonata for oboe and piano. And Manchester by the Sea is written and directed by Kenneth Lonergan. And this is his first film since 2005's Margaret. It starred Casey Affleck, Michelle Williams, and Kyle Chandler. A story about a man who looks after his nephew after the boy's father dies in rural Massachusetts. The score is provided by Leslie Barber, and she's worked with Lonergan in the past, specifically in his debut, 2000's You Can Count On Me. She's a Canadian composer for film, theater, chamber, and orchestral ensembles. She's also a conductor, pianist, producer, and multi-instrumentalist. And along with You Can Count On Me, she's scored films like Mansfield Park, the HBO Hysterical Blindness, When Night Is Falling, and she composed 65 episodes worth of music for the animated television series Little Bear. And uh, the chamber element is quite strong here, but as we're about to listen to, there's a strong choral element, since the idea of choirs was a good, strong part of the conversation here. So, listen to a few cue here's before I come back. And if you're wondering, the score from Barber is quite short. Thus, there's some balance between some existing music that made it ineligible for the score, but I'll talk a little bit more about that afterwards. But from Manchester by the Sea, this is Leslie Barber with the chorale.
I can see by the clock on the wall. We got Titan's profile up here. Anyways, we heard uh, Manchester by the Sea, Coral, and then Smoke by Leslie Barber from Manchester by the Sea. As I speak over the reprise of Floating 149 Strings, there may be other couple cues that slip by as I speak over what's going on. Manchester by the Sea was nominated for six Oscars. In the end, it won two. Tying somehow Mel Gibson's World War II film Hawksaw Ridge for third in the Oscars after La La Land's six and Moonlight's three. Along with the best original screenplay by the director, Kenneth Lonergan. It was best actor, Casey Affleck. He'd been winning a lot of the awards for this award season. And uh, the usual process for handing out awards is that the winner of last year's Best Actress gives it out. And since Brie Larson started in the room, which won awards everywhere, seemingly she kept handing out an award to Casey Affleck. And of course Affleck had been running into the controversy of being accused of sexual assault. I was going back to the score, Leslie Barber's music was not eligible due to the percentage of other composers' music on board. There's a lot of other classical pieces that are pre-existing, and uh, the music division of the Motion Picture Academy is definitely astringent about it. But her music was eligible for a Satellite Award last year, and she does have a couple other projects on the go. Due later this year is something called Boarding School, but she did score last year two documentaries the apology and a better man and then the tv movie beaches a remake of the bet midler's 80s film the background here again this is leslie barber with the plymouth corral and let's just wrap everything up here so we can get quickly to the jazz show with gavin walker and we'll take you to midnight and beyond so next week march is around the corner Next week is my birthday, and it's post-Oscars, so let me see what I can figure out. Maybe I'll get some favorites of mine. Maybe I'll pre-record it, because maybe I want my birthday off, but we'll figure it out. But two weeks from now, it's going to be fun drive. So I got some Nino Rota lined up, maybe some Ennio Morricone. We'll see how things go for the rest of March. Did finally get the score to All the President's Men, so we may get political. And in light of John Hurt and how things are, maybe some of the music from 1984. So we'll close with one last cue for Manchester by the Sea. This is going to be a strings reprise of the theme by Leslie Barber. So take care of yourselves. See you in March. You've been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now. I'll do what you 